the conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody who's I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their club. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat your children. It was just banter. Stay off the weed. And England win on penalties. History in itself. You know, I think it's a great city. I think they got the best organization in the NBA. But they do have some big old wins. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why don't you take your pants off? Balls are fun. I understand. Oh, take it quickly, Reggie! Yes, yeah, it's a good match. No wonder he's in the fucking reserves. Listen, I ain't gonna forget about this by the time we get him by the way. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Tom Kennett, Alex Jones and Jack Harper. Just for uh, purposes of keeping everything in check, episode 173, if anyone was curious. Don't know why I didn't <laughs> say that at the start. Got a bit to get into today. We've Jack uh, was good enough to provide us with a topic on his Twitter timeline yesterday due to uh, there not being much sport on, so <laughs> done us a favour there. Um Got a bit of news of the week, got some quiz questions for you, and we'll see how things go. So, news of the week. Starts off, I've tried to get some non-corona headlines, but as I've said for most of the previous weeks, it does seem that's the only thing anyone cares about in the world at the moment. It's the only thing going on, literally. It's either a headline about how hard it is to stay in your house, or a headline is, look who isn't staying in their house. Yeah. Or a headline saying, look, it's not that hard to stay in your house. I don't know who yeah. to believe. Saw one yesterday, and I mean, I think we've tiptoed the line on this podcast, but never been too far over the mark. I saw, do you see um, Moise Keane at a house party and got caught? <laughs> Did he? You see this? Yeah, no, because the headline was like, uh, so I see Moise Keane's getting stick. No one gave stick to Carl Walker or Jack Relish. They were both on the front headlines of the paper. Yeah. 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 They got People were saying Grealish yeah. should never play for England. Yeah. yeah. Although I will say, as far as cheap uh, comparisons go, someone was like, new Balotelli then. <laughs> that he's is Italian, dangerous, isn't it? And he's on a mare. But I think yep. that's as far as it goes. Anyway, first headline. Embarrassment for journalist as half-naked other woman walks past during video call. (laughs) That's the the risk you run, isn't it, really, with all these Skype calls going on at the moment? Like, there's been, with my work alone, there's been so many interruptions with Skype calls. It's hilarious. There's some... I I haven't got this as one of our headlines, but I saw, um, I think it was last week, actually, when I didn't do News of the Week, but there was a judge who's been judging from his house via Skype, and uh, he had his shirt and tie on and obviously forgot that he didn't wear trousers. So he stood up to make a point during this call, and uh, (laughs) he's just got his pants on. (laughs) 
the, be- the best one that I've had so far with work is the head of like our channel at work being told by his small son that he's just done a poo. That was hilarious. That was really funny. <laughs> this this is gonna come off badly, but I'll, I'll say it anyway. It's what I do. Um, ever since seeing that one Black Mirror episode, I've been so scared that anyone can see anything you do through your webcam. So all of mine <laughs> have got blue tack over them. This isn't to say that I've been noncing, and that's why I've been covering up my <laughs> webcam because of course because that you kid was still in court anyway. But uh, <laughs> I went when I saw that picture, and I mean this is low key on the scale of uh, Bill Gates' conspiracy theories, but. When I saw a picture with him having something over his uh, webcam, I thought, if he's having issues here, yeah. <laughs> not but that then, I'm sure I don't have anything as interesting as him to find, but I even think, still. Yeah, I was going to say that the reward for hacking Bill Gates' personal computer and having footage of him is probably a lot higher than having footage of you. <laughs> no offence. <laughs> Me and my pants playing football manager. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, though, you, you hack Bill Gates and the first thing you do, you find, like, He's into ebony rather than you don't go into anything actu- actually important. You just go. Oh, okay, he's got some rough fetishes on it. I've felt few lines in the TV show as much as when I was watching Peep Show for the 800th time uh, on Saturday night. Actually, when when Mark's ill and Jeremy wants to have people over for a shrooms party, and he says, "I don't want people over. I just want to sit in front of the TV in my pants." And I thought, <laughs> That is me on a spiritual level here. <laughs> we got next. Virginia senator blames Canada for his extra moist microwave tuna melt. <laughs> that wasn't where you thought that was going, was it? No, it was not. Miami goes we seven weeks. Yeah, but breaks the rules. Yep. Miami goes seven weeks without a murder for the first time since 1957. Jeez. Uh, I, I saw that Canada had a mass murder the other day, and I was thinking, that's kind <laughs> of your own your own fault. Like, if you weren't out, if you were staying at home, mass murder shouldn't be possible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look like that pretty Patel the other day saying the uh, shoplifting's down on this time last year. It's like, oh, amazing, <laughs> man. <isn't it? laughs> yeah, I find it hilarious that she's kind of made the correlation between shoplifting being down, but it's nothing to do with the shops. Yeah. yeah she also, but she also states that crime rate, um, the crime rate has risen, but that's not due to having less cops on the street. <laughs> she, she is just a walking disaster. She is. I wonder if all the people that got nicked during uh, the London riots learnt their lesson. Like all the people that got locked up for nicking pointless things nowadays, now they think that there's another issue going on that they can take advantage of. Yeah. If they went back to their criminal ways. Yeah. Well, the thing is, talking of the London riots, it's really funny that you brought that up because I went down the rabbit hole quite deeply the other night where I just scrolled through my Facebook on my phone until I got back to when I first made my account back in 2009, which was a lot of scrolling, let me tell you. But I think I'd um, made a joke from Sycopedia at the time where it was like (laughs) Aaron Lennon chucks it across the basson, who Peter Crouch chests it, brings it down. And then someone, Harry Redknapp says, well, that's it, boys, grab another telly and put it in the car. Or something to the, words to those effects. I thought, I was quite risk, it's a risque tweet for a 2009 <laughs> person. It's like, it's those, are the, 
those are the kind of Facebook statuses that come back in this day and age and bite you. <laughs> Surely there's sneakier things to try and nick than walking down with a massive TV under your arm. Do you remember that guy who got famous for stealing that massive bag of rice? That, <laughs> do you remember that? Just walking around with like a five kilogram bag of rice. <laughs> I know there was one with pasta because it got used on like memes for every like when <laughs> all of our year first went to uni where it's like me heading back from my second term at uni yeah. with some ridiculous bag of pasta <laughs> the most practical thieves ever just <laughs> genuinely next. Uh, man busted for taking his fish on a walk during pandemic <laughs> what this was in london as well oh god we can't even maybe it's like a man how do you know his fish doesn't like the fresh air? Might do. Well, I won't want too much of it. I mean, surely about five minutes into a walk, it's dead. I mean, it's <laughs> not even that. Unless you got a bowl Walking under it in the arm. bowl. Yeah. I've got it going along on a little, like, tricycle thing <laughs> and rolling along next to <laughs> uh, Florida authorities w- warn of road rage among mating gators. Jesus. Do you so, think they still moan about spiders, like a spider in their house, when they've got like an alligator to deal with just outside? Or murderers. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. I um, when I went to Florida and uh, we got did the bus tour around NASA. Um, they apparently it's company policy that when you come out to your cars, you have to check underneath the cars in case there's an alligator underneath because they like to sit under there. Uh, because it's nice and cool under there, and it's like because it's a national park, so there's tons of them around. I've oh, yeah, done that. Well, checking them. What are you going to do if there is one? <laughs> See, I've done that. I've done that actual that actual tour as well, Alex. You know when you when you kind of like pull up to the gate, and they say, right, if you look over the side, you usually see some gators, and it's just like a normal ditch. And there's just tons of gators by the front gates of a Kennedy Space Station. Jesus, it is yeah. crazy. <laughs> it. Mustang driver said he didn't stop because he thought cops wanted to race. <laughs> <laughs> that Honestly, actually happened when I was um, when I was younger with well not me I can't drive but with a kid who was driving and had a car pull up alongside that he thought wanted to race, <laughs> cruising down, beat the car. We're both celebrating in the car, blue lights ping up, he raced a police car. <laughs> And they must have been laughing because they waited literally to pull like onto his roads, and then the light went up. Amazing. What are you doing there, fella? And he thought, like, can't really say. Yeah, I thought you wanted a race. <laughs> what happened in the end? What was his punishment? It was it was one of them where he was. They said, "What did what do you do?" And he said, "Yeah, like he had a job." And they were like, "I respect that." And then just like. Don't let me see this happen again. So he got away with it fine because he had a job, which is a strange. Good luck. Good time to have a job. Yeah. They said something about he had like a a dodgy light or something. And he was like, if I'm going to come back around here in a couple of days, and if that's not changed, then we'll follow both up. But yeah, that's a fucking quiet night at the office that for them. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I've had a few of them in my time. It's funny. (laughs) I've had a lot of... I was pulled over a lot when I was driving the Citroen Saxo. But ever since I got rid of the Saxo, I've never been pulled over once. <laughs> so I think it says something about Saxo. The, really. the remarkable thing about those police officers there is that 
like he's going to say, I'm unemployed technically, uh, deal a bit to get here. Well, he started off, he was like, look, you're skidding out of McDonald's car park. He was like, we've been following you all this time. It didn't start well. And then he's had to go into the car where they show you the footage of you driving. And then go away with it. Hey, fair enough. What have we got next? Con man allegedly breaks into closed restaurant and spends four days eating and drinking its supplies. (laughs) <laughs> and finally that just going what? back to that sorry mate go, whenever you, I, i'm sure everyone's done it where you sit there when you're bored when you're at school or either way like during work time or whatever where you imagine a zombie apocalypse and what the steps you would take would be so where you would go has everyone else done that or is it just me yeah 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 yeah, yeah i was yeah, kind sure. of if this virus gets worse we're gonna have that as a topic so it's probably yeah. the best that we haven't had to use it yet <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, my plan would always be either to go to a McDonald's because they're usually fairly small, quite easily defendable, and they have shutters and lockable doors, tons of food. Or... I'm staying in my room. <laughs> no change there. No. Unfortunately, 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 Byron, your plan doesn't work because it interferes with my plan. You're not coming to mine. <laughs> Well, basically, like, you know, when everybody's running to the supermarket to get supplies, I know where there's plenty of supplies and I know he's easy picking. So I'm just going to literally come around your. <laughs> you don't want to catch these hands, Alex. And then I could take your car as well if I need to go back out. And I'm low on supplies at the moment. Every, everywhere's you shut. Drive. You can't drive. <laughs> so... If there's a zombie apocalypse, I don't think I'm being pulled over to have my license checked. <laughs> hold, on, hold on a second. When was the last time you drove a car, mate? When's the last time you fought a zombie? Yet you're confident enough <laughs> that you know how to deal with this. <laughs> you either drive or you don't. I don't think you've driven a car in a while. You might struggle. He's on about 20 oh, tests, Alex. He should be able to. Okay. <laughs> turn this off, friendly how, many, how many tests have you had, Byron? This is, I've Five. never known you took your test. Five. Yes. The rest. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> all, in, all in Gloucester. He doesn't want it on the recording. Yeah. Oh no! Anyway, <laughs> Alex has been nasty. We digressed. Yeah. <laughs> Pope Francis said that whiskey is the real holy water in stolen clip. That explains why he's giving it to those kids. <laughs> oh. I was laughing at something else. <laughs> anyway, on to the quiz. This is the real quiz. So. Here we go. Quite simply, you have to tell me which one of the two films or TV shows that I'm going to give you has the higher IMDb rating. Excellent. I'll trust you not to check on your phones. And we're just texting you the answers, yeah? Text me the answer, and then come the end, I'll tell you wins. There's no prize. Times are hard, but... <laughs> no surprise. TK's had all the, had all the prize money. Yep. All right. First one, then. Make sure you're quick with the texting because there's not a lot we can do while I wait around for these. <laughs> Which one's rated higher on IMDb, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bad Boys 2 or Bruce Almighty? got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> right, you've all gone the same. So, correct answer was Bruce Almighty. 
Second question. Don't rate. I don't. I don't rate the Bad Boys films. I thought I watched the first one and nearly fell asleep. You fucking pig. You're not a bad boy. You can't <laughs> you resonate with it. Swine. <laughs> <laughs> I like them by far. They were the type of films that IMDb would probably sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Bad Boys Two had a six point six, and Bruce Almighty had a six point seven. Ooh, Taxi Driver or Shutter Island? The fact that this is a question is pointing me towards, like... They're all within, like, 0.1 or 0.2 difference, so... (sighs) Two good films there. Two very good films. Famously only watched Shutter Island re- recently after I basically finished Tiger, Tiger King and then went straight on to Shutter Island. It oh, yeah, was you were spun. Yeah, I, I didn't really know. I was questioning what everything after that. <laughs> I didn't really know what was going on. Only one of you got that right. Um, the correct answer was Taxi Driver. Oh. Taxi Driver has an 8.3 and Shutter Island has an 8.1, so that's a point for Alex. Oh, run away with it. Green Street or Troy? Oh. Two very wow. different films. Yeah. Yeah. Although I feel like Elijah Wood maybe could have been better cast than the other one. <laughs> Only one of you got this one right. Correct answer was Green Street. Alex oh. got it right again. Good to know you're just cheating. <laughs> yep. Green Street has a, has a 7.5 rating on IMDb. Troy has a 7.2. Oof. To, to be fair, to be fair, in my defence, just like I'm not cheating, but when it comes to IMDb ratings, Byron knows that this is a strong subject for me. <laughs> this is your go-to area. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises or Wolf of Wall Street? Ooh. This is tough. Oh, I'm pretty much. 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 Oh, Space Jam or The Water Boy? Yeah, I guess to choose between our kids here. Only one of you got that one, right? And that's TK. Oh, guessing. Space Jam was higher. Yep. 6.4 to a 6.2. Those are low ratings. Got next. Um, Phantom Menace or 2004's King Arthur? Oh. I'm in over my head oh. here. That is very tight. Oh. That's a very close one. The correct answer was Phantom Menace with a 6.5. Oh, 
compared to King nice. Arthur's 6.3. Have me and Jack got that right, or is TK in there yeah, as well? You both got that right, and TK, unfortunately, has got that one wrong. His first quiz you, loss could be in weeks. <laughs> if you could see the list of uh, the last list of messages I've sent to Luke, it's all just quiz answers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we usually if we, we're we've talking, got a run. iMessage rather than WhatsApp. We've got a run of 1999. Will Young, Halle Berry, Seven Days, Pamela <laughs> Anderson, and Scarface. <laughs> Next one up: Hancock or Saw Three? Oh. Um, oh, that's tough. Don't even remember which fucking saw that was. Yeah, I don't think I, I haven't seen that saw. The I've one where seen... uh, Amanda got clapped. Okay. Two, you got it right. Um, AJ and Harper. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a friend yes. there, so it's Hancock. AJ's still got a lead of two. Um, with three to go. Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones? Sheesh. Oh, uh, I'm going to go with... All three got it correct. Breaking Bad was the correct answer. Yes, in. That's, I only know that because of that meme where people what, what white on the phone, and he just there's like a caption saying "I won," and he's got <laughs> the, like, the two the two ratings up. <laughs> Prison Break or The Walking Dead? Oh, yeah, that's easy. I think. Well, I think it's easy. Maybe eat my words here. If it's not Prison Break, then I'm going to be unhappy. Yeah, definitely. I'd say Prison Break. <laughs> Two of you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> prison Break was the correct answer. 8.3 to an 8.2. Yeah. And finally... I'm going against my instincts. <laughs> Peep Show or the UK Office? Uh... I think is that the final question? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, yeah. All okay. three, all three, you got that wrong. Peep Show is rated higher. No way. So that silences the critics. <laughs> Ultimately, AJ wins. <clears throat> Happy for him. Yep. Fair play to the boy. I'll ask something similar for next okay. week. I'll get something different. Do I get something in the post? You don't. So I said TK uh, has run me dry. Blew the budget on TK. That's a horrible terminology, but there we are. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a little Carrick figure, a little uh, Pardew figure, and a trophy. What? You really and blew you big time on him. Hey, we had a quiz last uh, two weeks ago. It was a big boy quiz, Alex. It was a big quiz. You couldn't you couldn't go home empty-handed from that. I mean, Sean did a quiz the week after. No no prizes from that. Yeah, that's no shock. He's, that's he's short. Slow that's enough, he's slow enough to enter a, 
It's glad enough to enter a poker tournament, I should say. But... <laughs> yeah, he's the man who he's the man who steals your chips off your plate, your food off your plate. You don't. He's not <laughs> yeah. surprised. Gonna say he doesn't steal them off your poker table. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on then. So, question here: It looks like we may get some sport back on May the 9th, although for the foreseeable future, any sport is going to be behind closed doors. So, the big question here. How much of a difference do fans really make to the performance of the team, to the viewer, to the atmosphere, a bit of everything? How much of a difference do the fans really make? Uh, I'll jump in and say um, a massive amount. Um, just um, just the atmosphere alone, um, just what it can lead to in terms of a choke that players can have, the swing of momentum um just like literally just if you're running if you've got the ball and that and you're heading towards that goal and you've got that swing of momentum in your favor your legs are going to feel a little bit lighter with that sudden roar of the crowd i i I think it just it it's the main it's the main effect of the environment like forget the glamorous location that you're playing in the sound and the and the the vibe that the crowd is going to give off in any sport is going to have a massive effect. I mean, you know, take it back to, you know, cycling. You're climbing up one of these mountains where it's got all of those fans covered on the side of the road, whether you're Mark Cavendish and having piss thrown on you or or, uh, or whether it's just, you know, your home nation fans cheering you on. Imagine that just if you were on deserted, um, deserted up there. You know, it's an entirely different, you know, hearing the sound of a crowd's voice can often hide the pain that you're under. Um, You've given us an idea for your next triathlon. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you'd still watch as much sport? Would it affect, would it stop you watching if there was no fans there? Would it have any impact on whether you were going to sit down and watch? From a viewership perspective, um, I don't like, if you're watching on your TV, I don't think it has really any bearing. I mean, it's not going to be, I think you lose an element, quite a bit of an element to it because you like to having the crowds part of it. I mean, who doesn't get enjoyment out of watching uh, a kid crying in the crowd when uh, <laughs> the football team goes? <laughs> but no, it's like I, I think it it lowers the enjoyment factor quite a bit. It, you know, it's a large yeah, part of the. That's what I'd say. I think it would lower the overall package, but it wouldn't stop me watching. It would be like if if you if the manager puts a weak side out, you're still going to watch it, but you're not going to enjoy it quite so much. Yeah, I mean, take take Formula One. I mean, really, you the entire emphasis is constantly on the crowd, and then sorry, the the entire emphasis is on the track and the cars and the pit stops. They it's not that sort of you don't really see the crowds at all um, during that, and so in that respect, you could say in some sports you it may not be any different at all. Um, I think the viewership of Formula One really wouldn't change at all because um, it's the only way you can properly watch it. But uh, when it comes to football and you've got that entire crowd environment on screen, you know, you, well, think of, think of, um, think I of all the things. I thought you didn't like sports where uh, the rowdy fans kind of take over. <laughs> no, I've never said, when have I ever said that? Last week, was it? I, yeah. <laughs> well, give me an exact, what do you, give, give me the context behind that. The darts. Uh, darts. The darts. Darts is in a sport, though, so it's just about, it's, uh, that's not really rowdy. They're not really interested in the sport. That's an entirely different thing. I take it, 
I take a uh, I take a rowdy, passionate football fan um, as uh, affecting the viewership over uh, watching some guys get drunk at a uh, a uh, hall somewhere, not really knowing, understanding what's going on because they're too uh, paralytic to watch what's going on. But yeah, very disrespectful. One thing I would say with um, there being no fans in football is you won't have to see any of those awful. Um, fake limbs videos they get posted on twitter because they're <laughs> yeah. the worst thing where it's like 15 year old lads who are completely overreacting like piling on each other in their seats for no reason <laughs> yeah, whatsoever. Those are the worst. where it's blatantly like when they score here we're all gonna go mental rather than this goal actually made me go mental yeah yeah all very choreographed yeah you don't get Arsenal fan TV. You don't get Arsenal fan TV or anything like that when it's in the scenarios like this. You don't get those interviews. Well, they'll do them uh, streamed on YouTube, I imagine. There'll be a way around it. Robbie on a Zoom watching people lose their shit in their house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they had that. They they had it um, where some of the awful blokes on there were streaming themselves watching the Europa League final against Chelsea. Oh, God. And they left it on. And uh, one of them was saying, oh, we're going to make a shitload of money from this. Fuck's sake. And then you hear him go, <laughs> you, you have muted that, yeah? And they go, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Making jokes about Bellerin. <laughs> Can't blame him on that one. No. <laughs> I, I think, think you get used to it. If if you were told like for good now, look, we don't know when this is going to stop. For all the next season, we're not going to have any fans. I think you'd get used to it pretty quickly, and you you'd reckon? find cooler things to pick up on. See, I, 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 I think I think it'd be the opposite. I think it'd be almost the death of sport. It was, I just think I can't imagine I can putting up with it for a needs must basis, but I can't imagine for a prolonged period of time watching a football match, a basketball match, a rugby match, anything with without fan interaction. I just don't see how it works. I don't know. Have not had it for like... Oh, sorry. If you I want just... to do that, go and watch the, go at the park and watch it. Well, I was going to yeah. say, I mean, we've not had it for like a prolonged period of time, but when it was the UFC cup, as a, I don't know if it was because it was a one-off, I thought it was quite cool being able to hear the coaches. And Agreed. Like... Is, is that yeah, also slightly different in terms of that's a combat environment? I, I do think... The thrill of potentially someone's about to get starched here keeps you on your toes. <laughs> where in a format you can't really do that. I suppose you'd hear uh, the players shouting and the coaches and the managers and stuff like that, but then they might the, actually mute them because of all the swearing. I can't say I've ever flopped to a, desperately watch a preseason game on video because I thought I'm going to be more engaged in this because you can't. Oh no! I just meant I. I think you might get used to it as a while as as like. Oh, this is okay. I can I can still get into this, but obviously we don't know. I'd rather there were fans. I think it could switch a lot of people off. I do think if it was a long term thing. Just like it's the, it's just the roar of the crowd alone. Just just the roar of it on the TV. When I think that's the thing you miss the most. It would be it would almost feel it'd be quite a hollow experience to a certain yeah, extent. Yeah, that's, that's it. Hollow is the word. I think the fact that it's kind of being pushed upon us it's not a choice that anyone's made we're going to have to do it this way and people have craved sport for so long now because we've been without fresh sport to watch what is it six weeks two months almost um yes too long 
I think people will take it in any shape or form that they can get it, knowing that it's going to be a temporary measure. I mean, I remember tuning in to watch the England-Croatia game for the pure novelty factor of being able to hear everyone talk and kind of hear the shouts and the noises without the crowd being there. Obviously, it was a nil-nil, which we should have won, which is really frustrating, but it was still interesting to hear all of the noises from the pitch. Same again when I knew that the Italian league was being played behind closed doors. I remember watching a few games. Um, I remember Juventus playing and Ronaldo playing. I just thought, what I find the funniest about, this is a complete sidetrack, what I find the funniest is with professional footballers, when they strike a football, it sounds different to when anyone else strikes a football. <laughs> Do you yeah, know what I mean? Well, if you were blindfolded, you'd know, wouldn't you? If, like, yeah, hundred percent. Just a different like, thing, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, they just hit it on the right spot. It's just so strange when you kind of go from Sunday Saturday league, watching like old men try and toe poke it over the line. Like everybody <laughs> can hit a ball like that, but like once in a hundred, whereas there isn't every <laughs> fucking time. Exactly. Yeah. So like you, you remember goal- the old? Go on. Sorry. I was just I was just going to say you see professional goalkeepers take a goal kick and consistently get it in like the midway of the opponent's half. Whereas in Saturday League, you, it's actually the odd one out if you can Set get it over the halfway line. You. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if someone hits the halfway line, you think this keeper's got a good kick on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, do you remember that um, like Nike Total 90 advert where it was Rooney pinging the football at the members of Dirty Sanchez? Yeah, yeah. I, I do remember that. How much would you have to be paid to stand there like that? Like, but say not like them, like you're kind of, you're strapped in, you're kind of like almost like a dummy there. And you just <laughs> let him add, say, five, 10 shots to oh. ping at you from range. I mean, times are hard at the moment, so it depends <laughs> what they're offering. <laughs> yeah, obviously, like, you're not going to buy, are you? It's, it's like the people saying, might do. <laughs> well, well, hold on. I, I just that, yeah. disagree. Alex yeah. Ferguson would disagree with that good statement. Good point, yeah, good point. <laughs> I watch that every so often. <laughs> <laughs> like, it goes back to that argument, though. It's like, would you t- go in the ring with Anthony Joshua for a million quid? And if you're not trained in boxing and you haven't got the physique for it, surely one hit could kill you. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically, Absolutely. would you risk death for one million quid? I don't think you'd realise how small the ring is until you tried <laughs> running away and realised <laughs> yeah. there's actually nowhere for me there's to go no in. no way out. I'm sprinting exactly. for three minutes. Because like people say, oh, all it would take is like, it would just knock me out and that's fine. It's like, yeah, but he knocks out like 18 stone heavyweight boxes that have been fighting since they were kids. Like, you would take your head clean off if you weren't trained to defend yourself properly or had the right strength and conditioning to be able to withstand the punch of that force. Be like getting hit by a car. I was going to say, presumably the person's happy to throw themselves in front of a car. That's basically what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> With there being no fans, TK, for Ngannou against Rosenstrike, that could be quite spectacular. Yeah, see, in a, in a strange way, that would actually be incredible because someone's going to get starched there and you're actually going to be really scared because there's just <laughs> going to be a, a corpse on the, out on the canvas. So in that regard, I, I do think, you know, we'll, we'll put it out of it. Like Jack said, we're starving for any form of sport to the point where people are salivating at the idea that the Bundesliga might start a pack up again. Despite exactly. the fact I've never seen it. So we'll happily take it. I, I just think 
I think people could quite easily become a little bit disengaged with it if could you imagine say like the Champions League without sort of fans of that atmosphere imagine those like that City Spurs game last year in an empty Whoever, stadium would just be or the Aguero goal in an empty stadium where yeah. it'd all just be weird I, Whoever I, I, City get in the Champions League seems to have to play a game behind closed doors. Hey. Like I swear, whoever they play, <laughs> no, no, like genuinely, too, isn't it? Yeah. whoever they play, one of them gets sanctioned every year, and they have a game behind closed doors. You keep getting shacked up. That's their problem. I, the one thing I'd say about it is that I'm actually getting quite invested in all of these Premier League players playing each other at FIFA. That's how much I'm craving sport. Jesus I'm, Christ! We've got I got sent own... this yesterday. Yeah, we've got our own FIFA tournament going on as well. And when there's big games in it, they stream it. And we all avidly watch two of our mates play each other at FIFA. It's, get, <laughs> it's getting dire. It's Jesus. Like I saw that Jota well, went 30 games unbeaten. On weekend, yeah, he is class. He beat Let's Trent go. in like golden goal because I think they drew the first game and then they played another game as golden goal. And it got to the 60th minute. It was the most cagey FIFA match I have ever seen, ever. And yeah, saw he, one with Mason class. Holgate and Rio Ferdinand hosting it. And if you're annoyed at FIFA already, hearing Rio Ferdinand in his fake accent he puts on going, you're right, you're losing your head, would tip me over the edge <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> if we move on, because we do have something quite pressing to get to. Um, Jack, you made a statement <laughs> on... Twitter yesterday <laughs> claiming that Ramirez's goal against Barcelona is the greatest Champions League goal of all time. Yeah. Now we gave you the benefit of a thread to kind of reveal that you were joking, but you defended <laughs> it like down. you would. No, it's a hundred percent fact. I mean, it's one of the moments where it's one of those moments where I was steaming because there's nothing else to do in the evening, so I was yes, like. But- you enjoying a seven, goal doesn't make just, it the yeah, best just, Champions just let, League goal ever. Just let me listen. Hear me out. Hear me out. So, yeah, I was like seven points in and I looked at the goal and I thought, you know what? This is right. So I obviously sent the tweet out. And then I look, wake up in the morning, sobered up and looked at the tweet again. I thought, you know what? I was definitely right to tweet that. <laughs> because You had a chance to sober up and correct yourself. Exactly. And, you know, and, I, and actually... Right, so, he's, done he's, got, he's gone into a club. He's gone into a club. He's gone ugly early. He's gone home. He's woke up in the morning next to her. And he's gone, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to marry this girl. I'm going to marry her. He's woke up next to Ramirez. That's quite a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the reason why, and hear me out on this. Give me, let me say my piece on this before, piece. before I get ripped apart. So as the tweet states, so if you don't, I'll kind of, for the benefit of the listeners, I'll read out again my points, which are, <laughs> You are 2-0 down against the best club team the world has seen. Your captain's off the pitch. It's literally, you're taking down the minutes to half-time. The game is pretty much over. It's almost one of those where let's try not, and lose, try not to lose by five. And then the only shot that we've had the whole half falls to Ramirez, who sprints through the entire team to latch onto this Lampard ball. Leaves them all for dead. And at full tilt, he's got the presence of mind to chip Victor Valdez from just inside the area at full tilt. So the skill to pull that off, the mentality to be able to follow through with it, and the fact I know the Torres goal was shorter up, but that is the goal that pretty much carried us through to a Champions League final. 
And again, people have said the bail goal against Liverpool to make it 2-1. Again, acknowledge that. But they've won it 13 times. For a team like Chelsea, who I can't see us winning it in the next 10 years, if not my lifetime, if something else drastically happens. For, like, get fuck off. For, for, key, for actual importance of the goal, coupled with the skill that it took to actually execute it, that is the best goal of Champions League football. Changed my mind. Uh, I, I just I don't know say, where to start. Yeah. Like just, uh, just say me, Tom and Luke are all on the same page. Are we even putting that goal in the top 20, let alone the top 10? Top 20? Of course you are. It's tricky, isn't it? That's not tricky. It, it being the most important goal is literally two Chelsea fans. And then yeah. I'd argue that Drogba's to equalise is more important. Yeah, but it isn't the same type of skill. So you've got to think of the importance of the goal, the skill it took to execute. But if we go in by skill, then there's more skillful goals. I'm not saying there isn't. I'm just saying if you oh, ravel it all up best. into one bundle of important, skillful moments what, and what you're for so, football in general, then so you're telling many, me that- so you're telling me that that was more skillful than Lionel Messi running past four, or was it five Real Madrid players in the Champions League leg? Was, it like, was that Champions like, League or was that La Liga? That was Champions League. Again, what in the grand scheme of things, I don't know that fixture inside out, so grand scheme of things, what was the final score in that game? Uh, yeah. I think they... It doesn't, but but it, you've got to think not, of importance. Yeah, I'm not just saying, I'm not saying not, it's the best one-off goal because there are better one-off goals. I'm saying that if you if you incorporate the importance of it, the moment and the skill it took to execute it in that moment and the situation that they were in, there aren't any that are any better than that. It's a, I'll tell you what it is. It's a lovely sentiment from a fan of how important the goal is to them. And that is literally it. There is, there is zero gravity other than but that. It, no, but it's it, lovely it, again, that you, it means this much to you, but it is well, so irrelevant <laughs> in the grand so, scheme of things. So Gerard's first goal. <laughs> Gerard's first goal against AC Milan when they were 3-0 down. That is a very, very important goal. And I can appreciate yeah. that. Always goal against Olympiacos. Again, what what was the final score in that game? I can't remember. 3-1 and they had to win by two goals. Again, it's not in the new Camp, though, against the best club what team the of all time. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've seen people score from 20 yards plenty of times. I've, I've never seen, seen people score a chip. Not yeah. the way that it was scored by Ramirez, a player that you wouldn't associate with great skillfulness. That doesn't have any... You don't no, get extra rewards for being shit. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's the moment. It's there's that kind of player being able to execute that type of skill in 2-0 down with 10 men in the new camp to send a Chelsea team through that will probably never win it again. You're talking as well, like Chelsea are like some absolute dross team. <laughs> they were Back, a perennial yeah, late Champions League at that point. Team, at that point that wasn't the best Chelsea team that we've seen. That was the rear guard, people that were too old. Yeah, to you part of the bus and you need to go, which you did in every round. <laughs> nah, that's not actually like, not true. If it's, if it's literally true. about significance, then the dropper one, if you have no other goals in the history... I'm not saying it's just about the significance. See, this, 
This is where you're having the blinkered look on things. Where no, because you're, you're changing you the goalpost depending on which we say. Because <laughs> it's who's going to put the quality of the goal or the significance of it? In which case, Zidane's one in, against Leverkusen off the top I'm not, of my head. I'm not be. saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that is a close second, I'd say, than Zidane. A close hit in the final of the Champions League. A close second. Probably because Zidane's really good, isn't it? That's probably what Liverpool No, it's because they've already won it 13 times. So in the great they haven't won it 13 times at that point. Yeah. How, how no. many times has won something has no bearing on whether it's the best goal Champions League of all time? Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I, if you look at the tweet, it tells you the parameters of which I'm judging it. And no, the parameters you said are the greatest ever greatest, Champions League goals. Yeah, you don't then simple as that. Yeah. The greatest Champions League goal. Yeah, but the greatest goal doesn't say that. No, it, it's the greatest goal to you. We, we can appreciate that. That's all it is. That's, that's the word that should have been used. What's going on there? Hello? Is it gone? You're here. I'm here. Anyone else here? Is Luke gone? I think he's gone. We've lost Luke. (laughs) 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 Right, Richard Branson owes us an apology here because (laughs) in the middle of things getting heated there, yeah, in the middle of things getting heated there, He's cut the call. So, just as TK, I think, has uh, told Jack the difference between what he thinks the greatest Champions League goal is and what actually is the greatest ever (laughs) Champions League goal, we had that. So, I mean, Jack, if you could go back, would you change the wording of your tweet or are you standing by Ramirez Um, having scored the greatest ever Champions League goal? If you look at... You guys seem to be ignoring the wording yourselves, which the actual wording is when you take into account all of the factors, i.e. <laughs> 10 men, new camp, greatest team ever to play football, no captain. That's the goal that not only stops the floodgates from opening, but also gets you through to a Champions League final, which you then go on to win. That, for just the skill alone and the moment, I'd, no, I wouldn't. They're all playing with a patch over their eye and one leg as well. I am right. <laughs> Barca had 10 men at the point when Iniesta scored the goal against Chelsea. Yeah, but yeah, that, I would that have game that as well. And it's a better goal. No, it's not. But then I, that I, game's null and void because <laughs> of absolute fuckery of a game that works. You forget that if you're going to say that, then the Essien goal for 1 0 was actually better, but doesn't get talked about because of the refereeing performance. So actually. Well, I mean, your parameters would state that... It wasn't significant enough. (laughs) Well, your measurement. No, because it is all in one, isn't it? It's not just the goal itself. Yeah, yeah. It's the moment. With with all in in one, the SCN goal didn't mean enough then, did it? Well, if... Whereas the Esther one jumped you out. That game was officiated properly. Well, that's what I'm saying. No one remembers that goal. You've actually helped me prove my point, because... No one remembers a better goal than that goal because it wasn't as well, important. Yeah, yes, the one's a better goal. That's not true, though. That's just were you drunk not when true. you were slagging off Rafa as well on Twitter? <laughs> when did I slag off Rafa? You, you oh, answered the uh, wrong uh, answers only. Yeah, the Rafa Benitez stand, the renaming of the West Stand at Chelsea. Yeah, uh, yeah I think I probably was, I imagine. <laughs> Are you going to take that back? No, because Maurizio Sarri won the Europa League with Chelsea and he was fucking dog shit. So that's... If, if There's we're a common compare, denominator here. 
Yeah, yeah Ch- Chelsea win trophies in spite of their managers a lot of the time, not because of them. Like, <laughs> look at Avram Grant, who got to the Champions League final and we were like a post-wits away from winning the Champions League. Would you say that he was the mastermind behind that campaign? Hang on, Doubting. you won another Champions League final? <laughs> we were. How did a team like Chelsea, that are never going to get to win a Champions League again, be in two Poor Champions League finals? See, that was, the, that, was the, that was at the start of when things were getting really good for us. What I'm saying is all of the players that were at their peak in 2008 were coming towards the end of their careers at Chelsea in 20, 2012. And what I I'm saying now is I struggle to say that this was even the best Chelsea Champions League goal of all time. Sure. Which would you say are better? Drogba. Again, importance, yes. In the header, I've never it's, seen a header like that. It's not bad goal either, by the way. Yeah, the header, I've I've never seen a header like that before. It's just amazing. Would you say it's the best However, header but No, I, <laughs> I've never seen another header scored like that, where it's just bulleted near post. It's beaten the best keeper in the world at the time at his near post when he was already stood there. It was You're that making good. an argument for us here, Jack. No, what I'm <laughs> saying it's a very good goal and it's but, hugely more significant. Yeah, but it's not a chip running at full tilt against the best team in the world. I think you're overestimating this chip a little bit. It was a very good goal, but... I think the way that he makes it look so easy is why people overestimate it. I don't even think it's the best Chelsea goal against Barcelona. Were you thinking back to the Lampard one? Where the Lampard one's better. But again, yeah, but, in the grand scheme of significance, that was a two-two draw in a group stage game. Yeah, but we, you just you keep on highlighting the significance, and I, I get the context. Because that you if build. we're doing significance, yeah, then but, we're taking a goal like, in the final. Yeah, yeah. It, like we, it, I, no, I understand. I understand what Jack's saying in terms of the scenario that they were in with the players they had left on the pitch and the significant influences they had off the pitch. Yes, they were up against it, but like when you say when you say the best Champions League goal, the main factor in that is the the individual element of skill the player doing it like regardless of the player doing it and the prestige they have the team that they play for that's all irrelevant it just comes down to the actual elegance of the movement and the 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 how well they pull it off and what the actual goal itself Dale, is against I would say, Liverpool I, is the I, best I, Champions I, League goal of all time if you take away all of the yeah, things that you sure. said about like, the situation that Chelsea Chelsea if you just strip away the movement itself the gut the flight of the ball um, and the execution of it. If you isolate that itself, we're not talking about that goal in the same context as 20 others no. that we could put in front of it. I actually take we're the not- Ronaldo one against um, Juve over the Zidane one as well. Mm, I won't have you with that, but... Mm. Keeper's got to do better with a Zidane one. Wow. <laughs> oh, so you've, you've used an argument there earlier in this argument that the Leverkusen goal for with Zidane was better but now you've just said the keeper should have saved it Ramirez oh, we should have saved the Ramirez one as well get out there faster how I think Byron's he gave him absolutely no that. chance <laughs> he's made him look like a piece of cheese I'm just giving you some tomfoolery to match yours <laughs> <laughs> well try being right and then we'll be on the same level yeah, the Bale one is the is the best Champions League goal of all time. Second it's best. It's on a grander stage than Ramirez is. It's Second, a better it's, goal than Ramirez is. No, 
And I, reckon, I, mean, I think it's a better goal, but in the grand scheme of things, with Chelsea only winning it once and Real Madrid won it 13 times, and that game finishing 3-1, when, still, we judge, just the, when we judge the if, greatest goals of all time, we don't go and say, all right, well, that was scored by Real Madrid. They've got, got better players, so we won't count that. Because this is essentially what... Yeah. You can't add these... Does, anybody know what the, does anyone know yeah. what the final score was in that Arsenal game against Newcastle where Burkamp does that goal? Because about 50% of people who talk about that goal don't actually know what the, even the, the result was. Yeah, don't oh, I have no idea. <laughs> there you go. one all? Is it one all? So it doesn't... This, this is what I mean. This is case in point. If it's about the significance of the goal as well, if we're talking about that, then you'd have something like Villa won the Champions League. They don't look like winning it anytime soon to use Jack's measurement and they won it by yeah. one goal. So but does that mean it, his goal is the best ever? If that was a chip, like Ramirez against <laughs> the best club team in the world That's in the new camp, then yeah, it may well be. But as far as I'm aware, it isn't. So it's well, not... For a, well, there's... There's just so many of it's just about it's just, it's, You've got to talk about the um, quality of the opponents as well in this. Because, yes, the Gerrard's goal against the well, why, why, why do we? Why do we? Because at the end of the day, it was a one-on-one. Because it's harder to score against better teams and harder to score great goals against better teams because yeah, of teams that reason. So, where, so when, when he, when he collects... Legacy as well. Where does Mirez collect the ball? Where does he collect the ball? He collects the ball because he runs onto it after sprinting from right, left okay. back, I think so he was playing. The goalkeeper, does he have to beat any other player? What do you mean? The, the, during the process of getting to that goal, did he have to beat any other player apart from the goalkeeper? With pace, yeah. How, how much? How well, much if, you, if you, can, if you consider much? that, okay, if we're going to talk about build up as well, that ball by <laughs> Lampard was, because, was, was the no, best it is, ball again, so It's a good ball. You, you can't. He just has to be in the right place at the right time. The the cut. The, no, the, no, no, such no, thing, no, no such thing. thing. In the, in the, we're not in talking the, about clubs, a bobbly nonsense. In the best club, in the best club side that we're talking about, at the end of the day, you only actually had to beat one player on that best on that best club side. So how, how good the, must the ball have been to be able to get past the best club side without having to beat a man? Case closed on that one. So it was all about it was all about the ball then. It was actually all about the ball. The chip was just well. The ball is part. The ball is the assist is part of the goal. So if we're talking about overall play, then yeah. Well, hold on a second. I was actually more assured when I thought you were just trolling. Do you believe this, Jack? Jack, Jack. If the ball was so good, then why haven't you mentioned it until now? Until I brought it up. Because I didn't feel I had to. Because the chip, Alex. The chip. He was too distracted with the quality of the chip. It was memorable. Like you got Messi, who beat four of the best the best players in the world to get past the to get past to, and to put it past the fifth, the goalkeeper. Uh, that trumps it all. I'm Let, doubting that. Let's. I don't know Should the final on? score in that game. Yeah, I don't know the final score in the game. I was going to find out. I, like, I, feel, I feel like it was something like three-one or two-one in the end, and that was the second goal. Or was that? Do you remember when? Um... They did that thing. It was was it this time last year? I can't remember. They did like what is the greatest Champions League goal? And there was a lot of debate between the Bale one and another one and the Zidane one. Do you reckon Jack was just reading these things, thinking, "Where the fuck is Ramirez? Why is this not in there?" <laughs> just completely perplexed as to why would, this wasn't right up there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be thinking that because he would already be in there at the top spot. <laughs> no, but I mean, this actually was a list, wasn't it? That they did. Were you looking at that thinking they've missed a trick here? Mister, I, I haven't seen the list. But I'm, I, I assure you, he's on there. And if he's not, then they're not worth their salt. 
Let's, let's, sure let's it, move on because we're going to be here all day. That Messi goal was uh, the first the first leg of the... Um, Where of we the, go then? First leg first of, the leg. Clasico, of the El Clasico semi-final in the Champions League. So, and and what, what, was, what was the final score? As well. What was the final score? It was away and it was away... Again, it was away at Madrid, so it wasn't in the new camp. So, you know, that... Well, if it's beat... not in the new camp, we're not counting it. So, <laughs> yeah. what, was, what was the final score in that game? I think it was 2-1 in the end to Barcelona. I don't want things, I'm definite. Let's, let's move yeah, on here. On, on the same basis, though, Torres had scores in that game. So, on, on your basis of your argument, then that, it's the same thing. Look, they, this quarantine's game... It was, it, it was a 2 0. That first leg was 2 0, it finished. I don't know what the second leg was. Quarantine's got onto all of this, but, you know, it's, it's really got the jack. It's really. Yeah. Somebody said help. No, you, know right. how we've got, you know how the NHS has got this problem of people refusing to go to hospital because they're worried about getting the virus. I think, Jack, you need to check yourself in because it's, it's serious. It's serious. All right, let's. Carry on before Virgin Media cuts out again, or we have to kick Jack. <laughs> so these the players. The was three one, by the way. Sorry, just thought I'd get that in there. I'll give you the players. The contract is up at the end of the season, and you tell me where you think they're going to end up. Lovely. William. Chelsea, because we never sell him. He will. He will always be with us. He's coming to Arsenal. Annoying me every weekend. He's coming to Arsenal and scoring against Chelsea next year. What? Why are you so obsessed with taking our surplus? Like, why is this a thing? Why Why do we take all your best players, win stuff with them? And why <laughs> do all of our, our best players? All of, all our of them. Two. And they won the, the Premier League. What's your and point? the Champions League. But we know they won get, the Champions League. We've been doing it for the last 20 you, minutes. You, that you get, been no side. You get, You've you won get, a few... Premier League's now though, Jack, so they don't mean anything. So Ashley Cole actually came <laughs> yeah. to Chelsea and was part of the team that scored the greatest ever Champions League goal away <laughs> in the New Camp. And that Champions League still isn't even the greatest achievement of his career. So, <laughs> yep. mm, I don't know about that. The Invincibles were harder to do than part the bus for a Champions League run. You parked the bus for the remainder of your game so you could like draw the rest of them so you didn't lose. So we had a hear, five four against Tottenham in there. I will hear no parking the bus slander after you've had a set about partnership with Tony Adams and Martin Keown. What does that mean they're parking the bus? Well the Richard Graham years. Before Arsene Wenger. Richard Graham's in. a Gloucester MP. Feed me George oh, Graham. Yeah. <laughs> George Graham. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I'm Bruce Eriok. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of Richard Graham managing Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, William, Jack, you think he's going to stay at Chelsea? Anyone else? I, yeah. If he goes to Arsenal, you know his legs go overnight. I reckon yeah, he comes, I reckon he comes to Liverpool. Strong link with us. What is later down the list is going to Liverpool? What's uh, what's his relationship like with Mourinho? <laughs> Mourinho Very loves good, him. But... Yeah, it's really good. I can see. Yeah, I, I, once I, before, though. Well, yeah, this is the thing. This is why there's the whole we he hates Tottenham chant because he had a medical agreed terms. They flew him over and then we signed him. Snaked him at the airport. A little spell <laughs> when Chelsea just did that to Spurs. Absolutely brilliant. 
Dries Mertens. I'd take him at Chelsea. But then you I would take him, but where's he going to end up is the question. I think... I don't know. See, that's a good point. Someone else take over. <laughs> I didn't even realise he was out of fucking contract. I didn't know he was. Hey, he, stri- he strikes me as the kind of yeah, player... Yeah, runs that, out at the end of the season. He strikes me as the kind of player that has always been... made his name in Syria and he'd be begrudged to leave it because... Serie A is such a weird league for how slow it's played. He's going to be 33. And that as well. Is he going to be up for a new challenge? In the I reckon Newcastle game? make him their, uh, their marquee. Ooh. Edinson Cavani. Atletico nailed on. Who? Cavani. Yeah, for sure. Thomas Mounier. United. Arsenal. I'll take that to be fair. Do with a back at right back. It'd be your new Lichsteiner. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Ryan Fraser. He was linked to Liverpool for ages, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. And Arsenal. Yeah. I think he's an Arsenal kind of player. <laughs> That's the level that you want to achieve, I imagine. Fucking hell. <laughs> you joking? <laughs> He is very much getting benched if he comes to us. He's accepting that fate if he comes to us. Yeah, whereas if he goes to Arsenal, he knows that Sabayas won't be coming back. He'll be faces up for grabs. Remember what that Arsenal team did to you with 10 men last time out? (laughs) (laughs) What, drew 2-2? With 10 men? That's that's your big... In a Premier League game, I don't know, when you had to win, we'd already beaten you away. Hey, but we had 10 men, so... We Actually, we're not with that greatest, Martinelli goal, that Martinelli goal with 10 men, that's the greatest ever Premier League goal. It's not about Jack's understanding. It's not against the best club yeah. team the world has ever seen, sadly. <laughs> Contrary to the songs that down, some dance down for bread. Jan Vertonghen. Uh, United could still be on the cards. Yeah. He's been sniffing around there for a while. But I can see him going abroad more than anything else if one of the one of the Spanish clubs won him. Um, maybe... Um, do you know what? Ju- Juventus could just be... could sniff him up just for the sake of it. If he's on the free. He's gonna, well, they don't. But it's whatever, whatever happens to the rotation. And to be honest, if he's going on, he's you know he's going he's going for free. Um, he wants a trophy. Um, this one it is. Um, you might see a lot of free agents going to uh, Inter again this summer. I was going to say Inter is always a fair shout, isn't it? Cause... Yeah, Inter's a good shout. They got a good manager there as well. Very yeah. Who else have we got? Mario Goetze. Goetze's on a free. Wow. He's um, thrown in this. <laughs> he's, he's not the player that everyone he, thought he was going to be. No. How old is he now? Not as old as you think, is he? No, he must be. 27, you said? Yeah. He's like he's been around for fucking ages. I'd have a pun on that. Get him, get him to Spurs. <laughs> We said pump at first. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't asking that. Also, <laughs> <laughs> we got on it, Pedro. I reckon he has. 
either to go back to Spain and play mid-table Spanish team, maybe a Valencia or something, push for the Europa League spots, or he may have to go to Italy because he's just so slow now. I remember seeing his slowness live against Liverpool in the FA Cup. Yeah, and you when, still say he's better than Willian. No, I don't think he's better than Willian. I just don't like Willian. But the problem with Willian is that... Jeez, no, he's we, got, we don't need to hear this again, Jack. He's got the quality, but he's just so inconsistent. <laughs> we, we and Luke have always been amazed at how Pedro does seem to just escape the flack that Willian gets. <laughs> I know he gets it. At the very least, Willian is quick, mobile, works hard, etc., even if... The Emperor isn't always there. I think it's the other way around with Pedro, though. You're getting a player who's very technically gifted and he can do great things with the ball, but his legs have just gone. He's got yeah, no he turns like milk. Exactly. <laughs> but he should be without... proud to stud. That's what he should. <laughs> yeah. He's done. <laughs> Go back to La Massa and just be forced to breed to make more newer Pedros. Technically got... adept. <laughs> yeah. We've got a couple of big ones left. David Silva. David yeah. Silver's on a free, bloody He's hell. He's off to... Hang on, eh? oh, where, where have you been? Yeah. It's been his, like, like his <laughs> farewell year. Yeah, he's having the D-Wave retirement tour. Yeah. yeah. I suppose it's just, I suppose it's just the, the sort of the context of the situation in terms of it feels like we're a season away from that still. Yeah, I keep on true. forgetting. Um, Good cover, uh, Alex. Good cover. He's got yeah, for, uh, we pissed all over his reti- retirement party, we, haven't we? Uh, did we have a discussion on him going stateside? That's the understanding, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Sign for Beckham. Yeah. Couple has more. He uh, any, has he made any signings yet? Like the um, the Miami team? Has it made any actual solid signings? None that I've seen that have been particularly amazing. No. Lalana. He's linked with us as well, which scares me. He's a good player. He's just He's he's absolutely not what we need. No, no, certainly isn't what we've I got enough of him. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know where he can end up. We're gonna go back to Southampton. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying that, but I feel like we've I don't know if I'm being rude to them, but I feel like he can do better than them, but not good enough to get a top team so he's I don't really know where he's going to fall Arsenal really? yeah, I, I <laughs> <laughs> Spurs are linked with him as well no surely not yeah to say he it, can be the Ericsson replacement I can kind of see that yeah actually. yeah it's weirdly I don't know if he'd have what it takes to survive under Jose though with his tracking back and whatnot I, I don't know with the injury proneness alone I mean he has not Marino's not going to win a slated... Uh, he'll, be ta- he'll be taking him down the park, forcing him to do extra sessions. He's <laughs> Dombele because he's a right chunk. <laughs> Dombele, he's probably going to get rid of him shortly. Yeah. Couple Lord Lundstrom. He's out of contract. Oh, wow. As is yeah. Nathaniel Klein. Fuck me. Someone should pick up Klein. He's going to ask for horrendous wages, though. You know he is. You watch. He'll be going on a free. We'll still fucking sell him to the Bournemouth for 30 mil. <laughs> They'll just stamp it up because of voluntary. Fosu Mensa's on a free as well. Will he ever fulfil his potential? <laughs> Ashley Westwood, Jordan Ibe. Jordan Ibe. Oh, that's a bad deal, isn't it? Oh. Robbie Brady. Everyone at Burnley is out of contract. 
What's that Dwight McNeil saying? Is he out? Yeah, um, no, I don't think he is. I could see someone going in big for him, you know. Kurzawa is. Jeff Hendrick is. Omar El Abdelawi of Olympiacos. Chiellini's got on a um, a uh, free at the end of the season. I don't think he is. Not according to transfer marked. Chiellini free transfer X one match of the day right now. Have a look. He'll stay in Italy if he is on a free. Nampoli's Mendy from Leicester after he's just kind of put in a few games there. About a couple of months ago. <laughs> can see, I can see Robbie Brady at West Ham, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't work out so he ends up having to get to the <laughs> championship. That um, Malang Saar from uh, Nice to centre-backs on a free... And people were on about paying like 40, 50 mil for him a, uh, a season ago. Jesus. And they held out, and now he's going to go on a free. They do, fucked it. I do quite like it when that happens. The regret they must feel at that club when you do it yeah. and that happens. And Charles Arangui from Leverkusen, bargain off football manager. That is just about it, though. I mean, it's 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 been one of those podcasts we've we've had a we've had a quiz which. Uh, Alex has won, so that got things off to a sour start. Then uh, the internet. That, you could argue that, like the quiz victory, because of the you know what I was up against and you know the the type of scenario I'm in, you could argue it's the greatest quiz victory of all time, to to a certain extent. You didn't see TK win mine on quadruple overtime after he did eventually win, and then Sean protested that it was an unfair question, so he then had to win it again. Clutch. That doesn't sound like Sean promoting like it's an unfair question. In, yeah. in all fairness, I, don't, I think he was. I don't think he was one of the ones really protesting. I think it was the crowd. <laughs> the, the, the other contenders who were spectators at this point seemed unhappy. <laughs> they don't. They don't want to see me win. But anyway, thanks again for listening to another edition of the Spitballing Pod. I will confirm that as of last Monday. We're not just all talk on this podcast. Keenan is now signed up to compete in a world record for the fastest time to eat a jam donut with no hands. So we'll be live streaming that when we are back in business. We'll be streaming me trying to beat the world record for most filet fish eaten in three minutes. <laughs> someone, someone, there's a world record out there to be beaten for the most sausage rolls eaten in three minutes. Any takers, let me know. Live stream it. And we will be the home of world record holders, so a bit more prestige for the pod. <laughs> nice. But having said that, thanks again for listening to another edition. If you have been upset by any of Jack's comments today, we'll have less Chelsea next week, so don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new series coming next week, which you'll hear more of um, probably about maybe Wednesday. You might hear something about that. But check out www.spitballingpod.com for all further updates. Thank you. Thanks again. We'll be back. Ciao. Stay safe. <laughs>